Aloha, beautiful soul. You're listening to the Uplifting Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee. I am a soulful business coach and public speaker who is obsessed with human design and continuous growth and evolution. This podcast is for the soul-driven woman who is ready to energetically align with the highest version of herself so she can make quantum leaps in her life and business. My mission is to help you uncover your naked truth, the real you when you strip down all the conditioning and limiting beliefs around who you should be. Stop making excuses and step into your true power. Each week, I bring you powerful conversations with women who are taking up space and owning their zone of genius, as well as solo episodes from me to support your journey to live an authentic life. If you're ready to liberate your true self and up-level all areas of your life and business, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for pressing play. Now let's find out what's uplifting you today. Wow. 2020 has been a year of epic changes and big transformation for everyone. This year has brought welcome changes for some, while others have faced a lot of resistance. Maybe you have felt as though you've had to walk through fire, unsure if you can make it out on the other side. 2020 will be remembered as the Great Awakening. Awakening what is not working and what is no longer serving us. Awakening us to the higher truth of who we are and our purpose for being here. It is no longer about getting back to normal. The old paradigm and way of doing things is dying and a new vision of what is possible is being birthed. You are here at this time for a reason, for a purpose. Imagine if you could be a midwife and doula for the new world to come. What if you could rise from the ashes of 2020 and transform those ashes into fertile soil to grow and evolve from in 2021? Each of us is a unique expression of life itself, and it's our duty to step into that power so we can be a beneficial presence on the planet. I am so excited to announce our first two-day boot camp, Rise of the Phoenix, where Lucy and I are creating a sacred space for you to release and cleanse from all of the heavy energy of 2020 and call in a new vision for your life and the collective. By the end of this two-day boot camp, you will release old perspectives, expectations, and outcomes you've been attached to into the fire so that the new can be born. You will transform what has happened in 2020 into fuel for your mission and purpose so that you can make the impact that you were sent here to create. You'll also set goals and intentions for 2021 that are in alignment with your highest self so you can stay grounded and rooted regardless of what's going on outside of you. After this boot camp, you will rise as a leader in the birthing of a new paradigm to create a world that is kind and just for all. This two-day boot camp is happening November 10th and November 11th. There are two different options for you to attend this boot camp. The first is a ticket just for the boot camp itself, and the second is a ticket for the event, plus you'll receive a boot camp box that includes a journal and a pen, ceremonial grade cacao, an intention candle, a marble bowl and lighter for the releasing ceremony, a bubble bath balm for self-care, crystals, exclusive essential oil blend, 
and shipping will be included for everyone within the U.S. You can still order if you're international, but there will be a $10 shipping fee. Tickets for the boot camp box must be purchased by October 12th to receive it in time for the event. You can still order after the 13th of October, but there is no guarantee that the boot camp box will arrive on time. Space is limited to create intimacy, so go and grab your spot today. We're so excited to see you rise from the ashes of 2020 and fully step into your power. Aloha, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. I am so excited for my guest today. Joining me is Minerva Maharaj, who is a certified spiritual life coach, Reiki and Access Bars practitioner, instructor at the Life Purpose Institute, and founder of Goddess of Wisdom Spiritual Life Coaching. Prior to discovering her life's purpose as a spiritual life coach, she enjoyed a successful career as a professional dancer and actress working for the MBA Toronto Raptors, CFL Argo Cheerleaders, celebrity artists, music videos, commercials, and indie films. She is now living out her soul's mission of helping others break through to a life greater than they thought possible. Her unique coaching style integrates her greatest tools to bring profound healing and transformation on a subconscious, energetic, and spiritual level to create exponential results in your life in three to six months. She's also a personal friend of mine. Welcome to the podcast, Minerva. Thank you, Randy. You're so amazing. Thank you for having me here. I'm so excited for this conversation. I didn't even know this prior that you were a dancer for the NBA Toronto Raptors. Like that's so incredible. And that kind of goes into my question that I want to dive into first is a story from your past that got you into the work that you're doing today. That was in my past life. So I'll talk a little bit about my past life. Before I was a spiritual life coach, I was pursuing a career in film and TV. And that was what I wanted since I was a little girl. And long story short, after having, I think, a pretty successful career in that, and and I did a lot of fun things, traveled the world, worked with some really cool people. The NBA Toronto Raptors was a highlight for me for sure because I manifested that. Yeah, and then it was just, you know, I hit my 30s and it just felt like, okay, this is what I've been saying I want to do. I thought this was my life purpose, but it's just not a line. There's just something in my gut that like, this is not it for me, which is super scary because that's all I knew since I was like six years old because I was pursuing and training and had agents and stuff at from a very early stage. So yeah, just surrendered because I just was at the point of, I guess, my rock bottom. And it just, I was just crying and unhappy and just not my best self. And I just decided I didn't want to live my life this way. So I decided to go on a soul searching journey and and quit my job at the time, which was working at a commercial production house in Toronto. And I went on a soul searching journey and really just allowed myself to feel good and did anything I could to feel good at that time, whether it was meditating, journaling, working with, you know, coaches or taking courses. And I just kept receiving the more I felt good, the more I kept receiving intuitive hits and was able to receive messages. And finally, thankfully, it only took three months, finally, all came together. 
start a career or start a business coaching others tying in meditation and spirituality and I didn't even know that was a thing so I was like okay and it just felt good and it literally felt like the stars aligned and I had I didn't stop since then so amazing and I'm sure that felt impossible for you to make that transition from like you said your old life to the life that you have now because it was completely different so tell me about that journey Yeah. And as you said that, something just kind of flashed in my mind. I remember going to a psychic at a really dark point in my career and they said, you're going to be changing careers. And I thought they meant from dancing to acting because I was kind of like dilly daddling in the acting world. And she's like, no, completely. It's going to be flipped on its head, completely different what you're doing. And I was just like, what? There's no way. And (laughs) lo and behold, it was spirituality. Like I never thought I would do this. But in terms of it being impossible, yeah, had you tell me I was going to be a spiritual coach, I would have not believed you. And I just kind of feel like that's sort of just been the trend in my life in terms of anything I wanted, I've always accomplished. And even in my dancing days, you know, I didn't have a lot of support and faith in me, including myself sometimes. But I guess that little edge of faith I had in myself is what pushed me and got me to become a better dancer and then work for the NBA and do music videos and and movies and stuff like that. So hopefully that's making sense. But I just I always I just always felt it. Not only did I see it and knew what I wanted, I just felt it in my bones. I felt it like flowing through every cell of my body. And anything that anyone had told me, it's not possible. Like wait till after you graduate from university to start a dance career, or you're not even the best dancer in the class. You're always in the back of the dance. You're not going to make, it's not practical to make, you can't be successful as a dancer. Everything I was told not to do or shouldn't do or I can't do, I did it. I made it possible. And the same thing, like I wouldn't have thought I could start a business from scratch, especially no one in my family or circle at the time was a coach. So it was a huge leap of faith, but I always feel like spirit just always led me. And I just, thankfully, that's something that was always strong within me. And I think that's what's always made things possible. For myself. I love that so much. And while you were talking, I actually pulled up your human design chart because you said something about you really being able to feel into what it was like before you actually manifested something physically. And you're actually a passive manifester. And that's how passive manifestors manifest is through really getting into that feel of what it's like to have that to be at that frequency. So I think that's just so incredible that you've been in such alignment and have just followed what has felt good, even when you know, it may not have made sense logically. Yes. Yeah. And you taught me more about my design and and you just helped me make sense of so many things of like, oh, no wonder I was like this or this manifested or this happened. It's it's so true. I just always had a deep faith in it and what I wanted. And, you know, everyone around me literally I had more against me than with me or for me, but I I still made it happen because it literally was that deep, profound feeling and knowing that this is going to happen. Yeah, I love that. So do you have any other tips for people who might be feeling like there's something in their life that they desire, but it feels totally impossible? Yeah, I, well, 
my mission is to help people reach their impossible. And when I say their impossible, it's that thing you deeply desire, but you've been struggling to achieve and maybe secretly doubt. And there, you know, it's possible, like the word impossible itself says I'm possible. That just makes me so excited. And like, just molecules just vibrate in my body when I say I'm possible or anything is possible. And it may sound cheesy, but it's really it's so true that if you can see it, you can achieve it. And my tip would be is number one, visualize for sure visualize like there's no limits to you to your visions there's no limits to your visual, visualizations you are free to visualize and create anything you want from your mind it all starts from the mind and then the second part of it is feel into it really feel it and i do this every morning or i i i do an infinite being meditation with myself where I expand my energy and I really call in, I call in my desires. And not only do I see it, I think that the signature part of it is feeling it, literally feeling how much money you want. What would that mean? And that person next to you and how you would feel waking up, going to your desk or on your laptop or traveling the world, whatever it is you want. I really felt it. And we tend to see things in the future and think, oh, when I get there, I would feel it. But really, the magic is bringing there to here, like pulling in how you would feel what you think you're going to feel then into the now. And so I was saying my first tip is visualize. My second tip is really feel it, feel into it. And my third tip would be live into the question, live in a question. Meaning, you know, sometimes we say, well, that's not possible or that's never going to happen. I don't know how. Those are all statements with like a full stop at the end, right? Versus what if it is possible? What if I can manifest that? What does that feel like now? How can I embody that now? Do you feel the difference in that, in those two statements? Oh, absolutely. I love that so much. It's like having a childlike curiosity about life. Yes. And when we live into a question, we open up to the possibilities versus when we go into a statement, full stop, period, we have affirmed this is what it is, right? And the mind says, okay, the universe says, okay, our body follows suit and says, okay, versus what if it is possible? And that's where our mind just opens up, our energy expands, everything just expands and the universe is flowing, abundance is there and it's just looking for that match. So you need to match to that to that possibility. You need to match to the vibration of abundance and what is possible for you. Yeah, well, it really goes into what we focus on expands, right? So if we're focusing on those statements like, it's not possible, I can't do it, then that's going to continue to be our reality. But if we start to focus on, like you said, those more powerful questions of what is possible? What if it could be possible? You know, what would happen if this does work out? Then we start to attract the opportunities, you know, the synchronicities, the right people into our lives when we live into that question. Yes, yes, yes. Is there one more thing I can add? Yeah, go ahead. When we live into the question, it literally stops the wheels in our head. Like if we've been saying this is not possible, 
I can't make this happen. I don't know how. All of a sudden, if we say, what if it is possible? What if there is a way? What if I do know how? It literally stops the wheels in the head to be like, <laughs> I look at it like when you press the brakes in a car and it's like, Err! like in the mind. <laughs> and it literally just stops the wheels and makes it go in reverse or even operate it a different way. So you can trick your subconscious mind into thinking it is possible. Yeah, absolutely. Our minds don't know the difference between reality and our imagination. So if we really get into that visualization, get into that feeling, that's how we become that energetic match for it. Instead of, like you said, waiting until it actually manifests itself physically. Like I think a lot of people say, oh, when I get more money, then I'll do this. Or when I have, you know, the perfect job, then this, or when I'm in the perfect relationship, then this. But if you get into that feeling now, that's actually how you'll bring that into your life. Yes. Yeah. We often think there, what we want is a place to get to versus that's the place we need to come from now. Right? Absolutely. Like we have to be the ones who act first, right? Like the universe doesn't act first. We have to take that first action and then it's like the universe follows. So if we're just consistently holding ourselves back and waiting until that thing manifests, it's never going to show up. Amen. Exactly. So do you have any other tips around like how you've been able to transform your life and really be able to embody your highest self? Ooh, how much time do we have? <laughs> I have a lot of tips. The easiest one I could say is, I would say write it down. First of all, have that clear feeling vision written out. And number two, I just really think it's so important to connect to that every day. So if you can do both, have the visual and feel into it every day, I just feel like that just takes you leaps forward. And it's just so powerful to have that tool there to see it. People do vision boards. I do like ma mapping with my clients. I do that even for myself. I have it on my computer, on my phone, and I meditate and feel into it beginning of the day in middle of the day. And the reason I do that is that I notice, especially in the middle of the day, when I come back to that vision, I notice how my energy kind of starts slipping out of alignment and that brings me back into alignment. So I'm more intentional about it. And then all my actions and thoughts and decisions from that point on in the middle of the day is back in alignment to what will serve my highest good, my highest vision. That's so amazing. And what are some other things that you do on a daily basis to keep you in alignment? Going out in nature, I literally have to book it in my calendar. <laughs> I'm really good at booking client sessions and teaching and everybody else's stuff into my calendar. But one thing I do is blocking it out of my calendar and I literally write, meditate, go for a walk, even if it's like go for a walk with my dog. And one thing I've been starting to do to balance the masculine and feminine energies is I have a yoga mat laid out. So it's in my vision and it's a, a reminder and I've been sensing you know being as you know an entrepreneur go 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 and you be so passionate and you can keep going you're on fire I know you're a manifestor generator right I'm just a generator but I have I have three of my motor centers defined so I definitely have a lot of energy right so you're go 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 and as me as a manifestor, I can go, go, go and get burnt out. So one thing I've been doing is have this yoga mat out and I lay there 
like even if it's just five minutes and I just feel again, I just tune into that energy of like this fast paced, like hyper energy or even any low stagnant stuck energy when I lay on the mat that just helps bring back into balance and feel grounded and get back in flow and intuition. And I say right now, the focus for me is just balancing that feminine energy. Because for me, at least I tend to be good at the masculine. And that takes, you know, serves only for so long. And then when I'm out of balance, it means feminine needs to be addressed and it needs to be nurtured. So having a mat to just lay helps to quickly And that literally just takes five minutes. You don't want to put a timer on your phone to help balance that energy. And why it's so important to balance the masculine and feminine energy is because then you're back into alignment, back into your true self, your higher self, and then operate from a more aligned space. I love that. And I would love to dive more into the masculine and feminine energies because I know that there's a lot of people out there, especially in the entrepreneurial space that are definitely more in their masculine and may not even be aware of what that really means. So can you explain what that means, the masculine and feminine energy and how you tap more into your feminine energy? Yeah. So this is my definition of it. So there is the divine masculine, divine feminine, as well as the wounded masculine and the wounded feminine. So the divine masculine, when you're in the divine masculine, so the highest vibration and operating from a healthy space within the masculine, by the way, everyone, whether you're male or female, or they, we all have masculine feminine energies. So the masculine is the action taker, it's supportive, it's focused, it's logical, it's confident, it's protective. It is that strong and secure place and can speak from that place and take action. And then the feminine is more flow and intuition and feeling and open and receiving and trusting. And that's where creativity comes and nurturing and support and compassion. And we need both to be in alignment in order to be operating in our highest selves. So what was the second question? How have you been able to tap more into your feminine and like balance out those energies? So there's two th- two ways. There's a practical sense. And then there is what I do a lot of work on is the spiritual and energetic sense. So on a practical sense, in terms of the feminine, if you want to bring that to balance, it's literally taking those breaks, going for a walk, being in nature, maybe even lying on the earth. If you can, if you have a backyard, you can put down a yoga mat or even lay straight on the grass to just connect to mother earth. Even being near water, because that's about flow and cleansing and very nurturing. Or maybe even putting on water music if you can't seem to get outside. Anything that slows you down, anything that gives you space, meditation as well. Anything where you can tap into your intuition. So that brings me into the spiritual aspect of it, which people are more esoteric. It's more intangible. And that's where you can meditate on it. And I literally do a meditation where I tap in to the masculine and feminine energy within myself. And then with my clients, I can tune in to see where they're at energetically, what's out of balance, where are they operating more from on an energy level? Is it more masculine, more feminine? And then with a combination of Reiki, as well as my coaching, I can bring that into balance for them. I love that. And I love dance. I think that that's such a great way to get into our feminine. Yes. How did I forget about that? Me being an ex-dancer. Yes, dance. is So, and honestly, what I've been doing as well, feeling into the feminine is just 
putting music or not, maybe sometimes not even no music, just standing there in a room by yourself and just move and give your body whatever it needs. And it just feels so good. And it helps move out any stuck, stagnant, dense energy and brings you back into flow and ease and lightness. So dancing for sure. That's so powerful. And I feel like I could talk to you forever about this. Before you got into the spiritual coaching, what was your relationship like with your spirituality? Were you always spiritual? That's a good question. I would say I was unknowingly. So I use it kind of as a tool. When I was 25, I found my first guided meditation CD. And then it just kind of evolved in there. And I, when I look back, there was, I guess I was unconsciously into it. So I was always into self help books and building my self esteem. And I was always asking the questions like higher, you know, powerful questions, who am I? Why am I here? Questioning God, is there God? Is there a higher power? So I was doing it unconsciously, then I from the meditation CD started getting into Reiki, reading more self development books, listening to more personal development audios and finding those courses, doing those workbooks. So I put that all into under spirituality, because that helped me tap into a part that I didn't even know existed. That energy, that's the spirit part of me, the part that just felt so good. And I didn't even know what to call it at that time. So indirectly and unconsciously, I was, it was there all along, but I really leaned into it on a conscious level. When I became when I was discovering in that transition part from my old career into my new career. And I used to use affirmations and meditation, try to visualize what I wanted in my dance and acting career, which kind of helped, but maybe I wasn't doing in the most efficient way. But in hindsight, yes, I was using it unconsciously and kind of like fumbling through it, if that makes sense. I think that so many people have different journeys towards spirituality. And I know for myself, I grew up in a very religious family and I kind of tuned out from my spiritual, like my spirituality and my connection with source for a long time because I associated it with religion. And so I, you know, I think it's really powerful to hear other people's stories because I know that when I reconnected with that, it was like finding a missing piece that I had been missing for so long. Yes. Yes. Same thing with me. I grew up strict Roman Catholic and there's great things about it and good memories, but there was also the whole time there's something that's just off that didn't resonate with me. And when I started questioning those things and how I felt and, you know, what certain things I was taught in terms of the religion and the Bible says, and this is the end all be all, you know, it didn't feel good. I could just tune in and be like, there's certain things that just wasn't aligned to my inner being and to my truth. So went through, I think that's a healthy thing to do is question what you've been taught, what you've been conditioned, because we need to come to it on our own. And that was part of a process because then that led me to connecting to God's source energy that I refer to. And I believe in there's higher masters. And I do believe there's good in certain religion, every religion, and even in the Bible, there's certain things. And, but I, I learned, you know, it led me to where I am today. And I know I'm living a more aligned truth and living in alignment to my higher self versus just following what I was told. And I also expanded like to more than what I was taught. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's really important because there are a lot of good things about religion, right? And about these different belief systems. But I think it's really about finding what feels true for you. And then with that, it becomes so much more expansive because it doesn't have to just fit into one specific mold. And one way to know if it's true for you or not is I tune into your energy. Does it feel heavy or light? And if you're new to energy, you can even just close your eyes right now and think about it. Like, how does this feel in my body? Does this feel good or not good? Does it feel heavy or light? Light is right. That's your truth. That's aligned to your truth. It's aligned to your your inner being, your, your infinite self. And when it's heavy, there's a lie attached to it. There's something that's not true for you in there. So that's how I gauge what is true and what is right for me. I love that. Thank you so much for that tip because I think often we can start to question ourselves, right? And question our intuition, question our decision-making. And so I think that that's really powerful is to give yourself that permission to really tune into yourself and trust yourself. Before my last question, is there something that you wish I would have asked you or a message that you would like to leave? Yeah, I'm just so grateful for the space and platform you've created for me and everyone else and everyone you're serving. And, you know, it always just comes back to we are infinite beings. And so my message is, and my hope for everyone is hopefully they receive something from this episode or any of your episodes that brings you back to your infinite being. And just knowing when you operate from that place, truly anything is possible. I love that so much. And that just really goes into your mission of helping people make that impossible possible. So thank you so much, Minerva, for being here. And my final question is related to taking inspired action, because I think that that's such an important step in the transformation process. So what would be three action steps someone could take today to live a more uplifted life? Write down your clear feeling vision. What is it that you want what feels good for you in the next six months or, or however long you want to work with is write it down is number one. And it should feel good when you're writing it. I get excited writing it and reading it. And then the second part of it is read it every day, close your eyes, visualize it every day. And number three, three just remember if you can see it and believe it, it's possible. So that would be my three inspired actions I would encourage anyone to take. So powerful, and it really will help you manifest so much in your life. So thank you so much, Minerva, for being here and for sharing your light and your wisdom with my audience. It's been such a pleasure having you. So where can everyone find you and learn more about you? I'm on Instagram under Goddess of Wisdom Coach, or you're welcome to visit my site. I got some free downloads, always sharing new meditations and stuff. I'm. You can find me on goddessofwisdom.ca. Amazing. Thank you again, Minerva. Thank you so much, Randy. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your day with me. I know you could literally be anywhere else doing anything else. So the fact that you've chosen to be here with me means the world. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. My favorite thing is connecting with you on Instagram. So come follow me at I am Randy Lee and take a screenshot of this episode to let me know what resonated with you the most or what your biggest takeaways are. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes 
which helps get the podcast heard by more people. I personally read all of the reviews and love hearing how I can continue to improve this podcast for you. Don't forget that you are uniquely made and that is your superpower. Until next time, stay uplifted.